There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it is Friday and a beautiful one at that. What a lovely weekend we have ahead of us. And not a better way to start this weekend than with Lori and Julia, you guys. Uh, Grant, are we riding on our trivia laurels from last night's AAJA Heavy Media Night of Trivia Teams? Who did you guys see? We saw Frank and Amelia. Their team was Amelia's Angels. Nice. We saw Kieran had a... Group of fetching ladies he on did. his team. Nice. Right by the fireplace. Uh, of course, Neil Justin was there. Saw Ross Rayla. The Pioneer Press had a couple teams. I mm-hmm. want to say Star Tribune had three or four teams. There was a lot of Star Tribune people there. Were there were at least 21 teams. I would that's, say more. Was it more? Yeah, I wow. would say more. Yeah. That's awesome. I, um, you know, I was a good contributor. You were the ringer. <laughs> she the was ringer. the ringer. If we did not have Lori, we would have been bottom down with street smarts. Oh. Remember street smarts? Oh, they did. It got very few right. Yeah, very few. But we were we were hanging in there, and Lori kept us alive. There was a like a book section that you dominated. Yeah, a spouse, a, a Hollywood spouse section oh, that yes. you dominated. Yes. Who did? Who? What, give me one of the questions from that. Well, one. I mean, one of the things was who? What celebrity has been on the cover of People magazine oh. the most times? That one. Diana. Diana. You yeah. knew that one right away because yeah. we know it from doing this show but right. yeah there was uh, uh but everyone you know came through with stuff like yeah. there was like a, what did melba derive from i thought for sure it was peach but that's a trick question it's raspberry yeah so you know sometimes oh, you're like so sure of sure the answer ross was sure the wizard of oz wizard was from wichita but it's from omaha oh yeah. Ooh, that was right. a tricky one you know but yeah it was super fun yeah we had fun Good food, good drinks, good people. Yeah, raise, for a good cause. Raise money. Um, I tried to win a, a trip to Vegas, but no, my number <laughs> did someone wasn't. else win? Yeah, but it was just two nights hotel. So, oh, you wouldn't have been bothered. With well, that. no, it I would nice have. Start. I would have. I it mean, two nights start. hotel is two nights yeah. hotel, you know. But yeah, so it was, it was super fun, and we had a four-person team. Most people had a five-person so, team I know. or six, but then would you I have added anything based on what? Yeah. Any of the questions? You didn't need me. Yeah, you might have. There were a couple we said, oh, God, Julia would know this one. There were a couple we said, oh, Donnie would know this right. one. Right. You know, um, music specific. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we did very well. I think we got 10 out of 10 in the pop culture. They, very well. Yeah. So it was it was, fun. It was fun. Very fun. But uh, I got to say, I... I've I've eaten too many dots today. Now I have, have a you, bit of a stomachache. Have you? Well, you know. Okay, so there's this there's this thing going on oh. around about candy corn. Um, 
how people eat candy corn, and we're talking, you know, they Halloween love weekend. It or they hate it. Well, it's Sunday is candy corn day, uh-huh. and so um, candy corn was just passed by Circus Peanuts. Circus Peanuts is now the very worst Halloween candy. I can't even believe for sure people even give them out because they don't come in small packages. They just come in that big thing. I don't even know I've if they make them. I've never seen them anymore. I, I don't, I don't think I younger, ever do younger any. Younger people know what they are, the styrofoam orange peanuts. I don't think, and people are missing out on something that we had Although back in the I day. I always thought those those things would be good like in hot chocolate. The orange? Yeah. Maybe. maybe. That could maybe. That could be that one redeeming Because it is value. a mouse. Yeah, it could be a redeeming. The thing I miss from the olden days is the um, taffy with the peanut butter in the middle. And it was wrapped in the orange wax paper or the black wax oh, paper. Oh, you like that? I did. Stuff that's I, like, like a bit of honey. I, I love a bit mm, of honey. But no. here's what they're saying about candy corn is that um, how do you eat your candy corn? Um... I sometimes I pop the whole thing in my mouth. Sometimes I just bite the tip <laughs> off. Sometimes I bite the bottom off. Depends on my mood. Yeah. yeah most right. people. <laughs> most people pop the whole thing in. Yeah. Grand. I love the background mm-hmm. music. It's so always. Right. It's Friday. It's Friday. Right. Gotta get everyone randy. Well, we're biting the, tip. We're biting the of, bottom, Julia. Get your head in the game. Twenty-eight percent of people bite the white tip off the cone. Oh, really? Oh. That's I mean, if you want to eat them slow, and you know, if you're in like, I'm just gonna eat my food really slow and make it last, and you have like three pieces, you go, is that do, what the kids call it now? Eating slow. <laughs> good God. I'm eating my food slow. But yeah. Today. Most people pop them in, but it's so good with um, a little bit of the mini marshmallows and some salted peanuts, and you make yourself a, a salted nut roll. Oh, you know that combo. Yeah, I love, I love the candy corn. No, I'm out of my stomach is out of practice for uh, for candy man, right for now. Candy right now, yeah. I thought your I would stomach it usually power is a, up for uh, how many yeah. dots did you have? Like three? No, geez, Joy, I bet I had twenty. You? Mm-hmm. That's unusual. No, I felt hungry. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's too. Try dots, to fill. Boy, dots fill. Those will fill your brain There's so much protein, though, that'll right. last. It's, I was shocked how many calories are in dots. Like, in, like, six dots, it's 100 calories, oh, where yeah. you could eat, like, seven or eight chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, we, They really have little value, no, but they're so still. good and gooey on the teeth. They're very satisfying. For our movie-going movie, movie going people. Mm-hmm. I did oh. a swing through Edina today, uh... All, all the patio tables are out because it's going to be, you know, another nice weekend. It's going to be nice. Yeah, so people were putting their stuff out and then, um, you know, swung into Spillan, had a little uh, haircut from Pam, and then I popped into Ever Eve. Holy crap, do they have a lot of cute things. They have the cutest stuff. And the holiday stuff. The sparkle is starting to oh, come in. Oh, I love it. A lot of leather, a yes. lot of um, puff, a lot of down vest i did see a jacket that reminded me of my grandma's fishing jacket that she was quite fond of but i always thought she looked pulled together it's sort of an ll bean yeah the type quilted of a coat, a is it the, coat those are way in this year and my grandma always wore one and she had a, a capri with a little slit mm-hmm. and then she'd wear a white man's shirt with it, oh, it's over. darling, absolutely yeah. darling. I mean, she was like fashionable and didn't know it. It was, you know, Mary Tyler Moore on Dick Van Dyke. Yes, those so, quilted jackets are the rich. well. They're everywhere, and then they had long jackets. So they had I've a seen jacket those too, and it was long. And if you were the right height, um, like you, yeah, you. Would I look can't good. do a jacket. Uh, it might as well just be a shirt dress. Well, it would look like a blanket on. Yes, it would much. look like you'd put a blanket around your neck and decided to call it a jacket. How do I look? 
That would be so funny because there's so many shackets out that look like blankets that you have, you mm-hmm. know? Just put a little Velcro But then they on had it. short ones, they had crop ones. I mean, they, I was just like, really, I, 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 I just let myself look at the sail rack. Because I'm going on a warm weather vacation, yes, you I are. thought, could I take advantage of some summer deals? Yeah, and you yes, found I some did. Stuff? Yeah, I did. Oh gosh, they have cute stuff. Yeah. Do All you right. need to? Should we take a break so you can put on some lotion? Okay. So I I am on day two of the laser. You really? I I can't. It, it looks, stinks. It yeah. It looks like I it. put on sunscreen today just to drive. I was worried about my face. Oh my. No. Gosh. I don't, yeah, the lotion was stinging me last night, so I didn't do it. Well, that means that uh, that laser went down and fired up the uh, collagen, and you don't need any lotion. I really That's don't. what Dr. C said, when if the lotion stings, then you don't need it. Yes, I don't need Your it. Your skin is pumping. It's just plump right now. Plumping and pumping. Plumping and... Pumping. More Wrinkle. good Friday words. Pl- oh. Plumping. Oh, pump. This is going to be a long day. This is going to be a long day. It's, we, a, it's a beautiful day out. We it have so is. much stuff to cover today. I have really kind of fun news. Right. But we have other things. Oh, Glory, your happiest, happiest thing has just happened. And we'll talk about it when we come back with stories we can't get enough of. It's Lori and Julia. Aretha Franklin's great song. That's from uh, 1971. It's called Don't Play That Song. You lied, Ottman Erdogan, you know, from the record label. He co-wrote that song uh, with Aretha in mind. And it was a huge hit for her. And Bruce Springsteen, he let us know a few weeks ago that he had this album of all covers coming out Mm -hmm. November 11th called Only the Strong Survive that um, would be covering songs from the catalogs of Motown, Gamble, Stax, and many more. And so today, he posted on all of his social medias, himself and the band, with the video playing, doing a cover of Don't Play That Song by Aretha Franklin. We posted the video. It's really, really good. And... Here's Bruce's version of that song. This would be a good okay. song to slowly take okay. off your clothes to, okay. too. Okay, of course. Moving <laughs> around and first dancing. Of all, first of all, Grant, I, love I don't know that song. if you were running around the building at this time when they came up. Larry's like, oh my gosh. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I I'm th- like, what? What? Oh, this is the best news ever. <laughs> ever. This is the best ever. I'm like, what? Bruce Springsteen is covering this song by Aretha. I just love. Well, it's so different, you know, the way he sings it. And I'm I'm excited for like he's just teased us with one other song. His voice just sounds so different. We're used to him singing, you know, these kind of gritty rock and roll songs. Yes. So many of them he's written. So I like the interpretation. It's kind of like when Rod Stewart got the advice. I forget who gave him the advice to do the American Songbook. Because, um, are you, do you have to go somewhere? Mm-mm. Okay, well, please engage just, with the conversation with me. I was looking at me. our spirit Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah. No, Julia, I I'm don't. I'm listening to you. I, I know Brad yeah. Stewart. Go. I'm listening. Okay, so someone gave Rod that idea just because he didn't feel like he was writing any hits or anything. And they're like, you know, but you, people love your voice. So just cover something else. And see what it sounds like, because you're going to give it a totally different So spin. many people have been doing this, though. Yeah. So, but this is the first time Bruce has done it. And, uh, Didn't Shaggy just do 
Um, we are not putting Shaggy and Bruce oh, in the same. Oh, we'll in find the same out. Lori, a lot of people category. Are doing this, but I, Bruce yes, cover albums, cover albums, and um, you know, <laughs> Elton putting Shaggy. No, we're not. Bruce. Yeah, you're oh, not gosh. making that comparison because you're busy looking at Instagram right now oh, and half focused on our conversation. You're so funny. Now, in other <laughs> news, Elton John, the end of the road is coming for him. You guys, the. Uh, his uh, farewell Yellow Brick Road is ending Dodger Stadium November 20th. Remember, Disney Plus is going to film it. Guess who's supposedly going to join him on stage at that last show at Dodger Stadium on November 20th? Who would you like to see come out on stage and sing with Elton? Celine Dion. Barbara Streisand. Oh. Mick Jagger. Oh, Julia. Um, well, obviously, none of my choices are going to be okay, good well, enough. So you just tell me Dua who would Lipa you... could come out and oh. they could do Cold, Cold Heart, but oh. Britney. Oh. Britney is supposedly, there's a fairly good chance we're going to see the two of them do Tiny Dancer at uh, for that final show. Um, I hope Shaka Khan doesn't go. Well, Kiki D could go and they could <laughs> sing Don't Go Breaking My Heart. And do a you missed my joke. Cold heart. Yeah, I you just I, missed it. You just can't. I, you just can't. I, but wouldn't it be fun if someone like Eminem showed up? Yeah. I mean, if someone else, I hope he has a ton of guests. Well, if he this could, is going to be the last big concert. Do a Lipa. I she mean, could come one night. Britney could come the solo night. That would be it. Because remember, David Furnish, Elton's husband, is the one who had this idea for Elton to reach out to Britney to have a song. And, um, you know, so I don't think she'll do any of the preceding shows, but he could have different guests show up. She you know, had a each of the last weekend in Seattle and she said it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. unbelievable. A lot of people, this was here last spring. Yes, it was. You know, and it had been canceled like twice. So mm-hmm. people have. So I'm, you know, if you're going to the last show, November 20th, because that one's probably scalper heaven as far as price wise oh of course and all the vips want to go that night maybe you know like harry's last night even though the squad harry had very mixed feelings about harry as the glittery squid man in his video music for a sushi restaurant because of the sounds but they liked it but they didn't like it we hated it yeah because of the sounds and but you he didn't did. like how he looked, Lori. Let's well, just no, be but honest. then he metamorphosizes into something better. But, but you still, have to wait too long to get there. It's like, don't worry, darling. You get a glance of hot Harry, and then it reverts to some other storyline, and he's old Harry for most of the movie. You think he's aging to be more age appropriate for Olivia Wilde? I don't know. She's just desperate to keep the love alive until the new year. But I'm telling you, as soon as his concert are over, he's going with his mates and they're going to the Seychelles and he's going to just say he's got it. And you've got I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
court, Olivia. You've got you're court. Just, do you, you've got court. You've dates. got court dates. You've got custody battles. You've got to get through you, Thanksgiving. By the way, children. You've got the children. You know all the children. You know, and they're fighting about it. You know, notice that we don't hear any more about how much she wants the kids to move to London because that offer's been withdrawn. Oh, you're Harry so has told funny. her, I don't know where I want to live. It depends on where my next movie job is. Oh, I. You're yeah. so no, delusional. I can think like Harry, and I can think of good excuses to get away from the woman who wants to be a five-stage clinger. <laughs> That's Olivia Wilde. Not just a two- or three-stage, a five. Five-stage clinger. And two of the stages are two kids. Julia, I mean, you know. I mean, you've right? been a clinger. You know. I, I mean, we've I all can. been a Oh, yes. Julia, oh, God, every so woman funny. has been, been a clinger. Every person has been a clinger, a Klingon, a and at least stager. one Can I tell you my exciting news? Yeah. Okay, can I? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I will pay attention. I will listen to you. I won't I be it. reading my phone or typing a text to my mom while we're talking on the radio like very, you do. Very, important things to do. Okay, listen to this. And, and I'm going to need to I, remove your mirror because I can't take all of your personal grooming that you're doing you during the show. About? Oh, God. Okay, listen to this. Okay, Dolly Parton wants to reunite who? Just fill if in you the, say it slowly, do I have a better chance of you guessing do. that? Because you wanted me to guess who would be on stage Let's with see. Elton John. Who, who, is a, who, like? are, who is a band that refuses to ever, ever play again together that I love? Hey, I don't know. Led Zeppelin. Oh, jeez. I never would have guessed this. This is so good. So here's the deal. She wants to record a new version of Stairway to Heaven. With former Led Zeppelin band, bandmates Robert Plant and Jimmy Page. They're crazy not to do it, those I guys. Know. They might just do it if we're guests says, to them. I'm trying to see if Robert Plant might sing on it. Maybe Jimmy Page might do the pickup part on it. And she, it would be quite a feat because this duo has only performed one time in the last 20 years, and that was at their reunion in 2007. Wow. Would that not be... Now, that to me, that's a song yeah. with her in it. I mean, that would be... right. That goes above. That would just, Dolly, do it. Do well, no, it. it isn't. Sounds like she wants to do it. They need to get the word to those two Zeds. She put it out. Zeds. She put it out there uh-huh. to the Zed heads. Yeah. To Pager and I'm Palmer. I'm just combining Led Zeppelin, <laughs> just calling it Zed. <laughs> The Zeds. The they need, Zeds to, they need to know about it. I they might think it's a joke. I just want to put that vibe out there so yeah. big time. I, I like think it. it'd be awesome. All right. We're going to find out what is going on with our traffic on this Friday. Are people driving, Grant? Okay. Well, it was reported two days ago that he died, but now he really did die. Jerry Lee Lewis has passed away at the age of 70. The rock and roll pioneer, the killer. And um, yeah, so that did, so it, same thing that happened with uh, that other guy, the other guy, the Tony guy from Dowd. Leave it to Beaver. Mm-hmm. Just somebody let it be known. Oh, here we go. And of course, young people got reintroduced to that song in '87 with Top Gun, and then again in Top Gun Maverick yes, because Goose and then Miles Teller playing Goose's son d- does that song and. It is a crowd pleaser. Absolutely. And he became famous when he played that song in 1957 on the Steve Allen show because he was just crazy. Well, you remember the, the you remember the Dennis Quaid movie. I do. Which apparently Jerry Lee Lewis hated. Hated that performance, hated everything about it. But 
let's get our people lined up. Okay, and we'll come back to Jerry Lee Lewis. Our people are lining up. Our people are lining up, 651-641-1071 for Keith Urban next Saturday, November 5th at the Excel. Two truths and a lie. Lucky winners. So 651-641-1071. I even kept uh, Rick, Carol, Kim, and Wendy have been the four previous day's winners, Julia. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time we've played at 3.30. Oh, good. So on the replay, don't get excited if you're listening to this at 6.30. But, um, yeah, you know, Jerry Lee started playing the piano when he was nine. And by the time he was in his teens, like 16, he was playing in juke joints, as they call them. I love it. I love it. And uh, But he killed his career when he married his bass player's 13-year-old cousin. He was like in his... his bass player. Who's... No, the whose bass daughter. player's daughter, who was his cousin once removed, but she was 13. Yeah. And then they went on tour in Europe, and he talked to British Fleet Street, you know, all the, and he was very cocky about being, you know, 27, married to a 13-year-old or whatever the Ooh. heck it was. And it took his career like 10 years. He had to play the CDS. He couldn't get booked anywhere. He has a wild... Wild story. If yep. Ethan Cohen did a documentary on him that I think it is already out. It's called Jerry Lee Lewis Trouble in Mine. It was Ethan's first solo feature, and T Bone Burnett did the music. And I mm. think Jerry Lee liked that one. But he he yeah he he would say I mean he was just a true wild man. And if you ever get a chance to see Million Dollar Quartet, the show. It's really good. Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis, Carl Perkins. Plays yeah. around, Julia. I've seen it in Vegas. It's been here. But, yeah, it's he's got a wild story, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very wild. Okay, mm-hmm. so we've got our Keith Urban fans ready. We do. We have uh, Sharon, Colleen, and Amy all ready to go. And they are going to play Two Truths and a Lie. So let's talk to Sharon. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? We're Sharon, good, Sharon, we're feeling lucky for you. You are. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know how you're feeling. <laughs> it's Friday, right? Right. There you go. So there you, you got to feel good about yes. that. All right. <laughs> okay, Sharon. So this is two truths and a lie. I want you to tell me which one of these three facts is in fact false about Keith Urban. Okay. Okay. All right. The first one: Keith Urban is from New Zealand. Number two. In 1991, he released a self-debuted album charting four singles before moving to the United States. Number three, Urban was a coach on the American singing competition, The Voice. Number three is the lie. That is it! Congratulations! He was born in New Zealand. Yes, he he lives in Australia. I guess I never knew that. Yeah, Yeah, he's a Kiwi. I totally thought that was a lie. Yeah, no, he's a... Sharon! And he was never on The Voice, and I'm so glad that he wasn't. No, he was on The Voice in Australia. He's a coach on The Voice in Australia. In Australia, but not... not, ever here. We didn't have to see him. I clarified saying the American singing competition. Because he was was on American Idol. Idol. Okay, Sharon, who are you taking? Uh, my friend Holly. She's a huge country fan. Oh, fun! Have you ever seen Keith Urban before? No. No. You're gonna turn into. You're a gonna huge fall in love. Fan. You're gonna fall in really? love, and should you happen to meet him, just, 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 you know, tell God, him how great he is. Yeah, tell him how great he is, and he really <laughs> is cute. 
darling. God, and he does Thank play covers. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. Stay on hold for me, please. Congratulations, Julia. Thank you, uh, Sharon. Oh, I appreciate oh. it. I love his arms in concert. They're just in motion, and the muscles are rippling. He's, he's got and nice tattoos muscles. are peeking out. Congratulations! Mm-hmm. Have you won here? Before? We can hear you, Grant. Yeah, thank you. Um, and his tattoos are peeking out, and I always wonder. Like, I would bet there's a pretty good chance that Nicole Kidman, unless she's filming, would be at this show. Yeah, it's because it's his last one. It's his last one, and he's and probably had a couple days, and maybe they're going to... Who doesn't want to go to the Mall of America and have a little, you know, VIP tour or something totally like that? Totally fun with the girls. With the girls, yes. and they could just kind of make a thing of it, and you know that he's on the... You know, he's probably got a couple days off. Maybe he plays Chicago on, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday night. I'm... Do you like my schedule? I'm yeah, making firm You're in my mind. You're just making up everything. Okay, so back... Then now, they stay at the St. Paul Hotel. You yes, know? let's go back to Dolly Parton. Okay, okay back to Dolly. So there's three different things about her today. The Led Zeppelin news is just too much because she wants to do a remake of Stairway to Heaven. I hope Please. that happens. Okay, so she has, you know, she does holiday specials, but she has Dolly Parton's Mountain Magic Christmas Musical is going to premiere on Thursday night, December 1st. And it's going to be a two-hour special. It's a modern-day movie musical about the making of a network TV special. It talks about the frenetic... Is this on ABC or something? Uh, Is it a network? No, it's on NBC. NBC, okay. But frenetic so. backstage story and delightful on-camera results. She's going to uplate the world that is exhausted from everything, and you're going to be in Dollywood at Christmas. See, this is what she wants to do instead of touring. Mm-hmm. She finds herself in a private journey with her past, oh guided by gosh. mysterious appearance... Of her personal three wise men. Please this promise be good. to remind us of this when that day comes. They, we totally have December to watch this. December first. Yeah, she has some good guests that are going to join her. You know how much we loved her uh, movie, The Coat of Many Colors, She's and lovely. then she did her other special last year. She did like some kind of a Christmas special, and it cheered us up quite a bit. She's got a new holiday song that we're going to hear yeah. on it, December first. Hal, um, Dale, Dale, and Holly is going with Sharon. I'm all for this. All right, so can I just tell you a couple more wild stories about Jerry Lee Lewis? Yes, tell me. Okay, because he really... 87. 87, rock and roll pioneer. People don't realize, but he's up there, you know, with... I mean, and he's outlived everybody, all of his peers, you know, Elvis and Johnny Cash and, you know, everybody, uh, you know, Little Richard and... um, But he was, uh, you know, just... He was very arrogant because he knew at a very young age that he had this, like when he played the piano, it It just took over. It just took over. He played with a very natural, whatever, you know. Exuberance. Yes, spirit, whatever it is. Gospel, remember his cousin is Jimmy Swaggart. He comes from a very, you know, down south uh, family, but he's like redneck rock and roll is really what he is. Because all of his songs devolve into Boogie Woogie. In fact, his mom, when he was such a bad student, put him in a school that made you go to church as part of the curriculum. And when they found out he could play the piano, they were like, oh, we've got a new hymn player. And every hymn, he would Boogie Woogie it. And it just, he got kicked out of that school and out of the church because you can't Boogie Woogie gospel. And that's what he did. But he... uh, in his, uh, the guy who did a biography, the first biography on him in 1982 called Hellfire. And at that time, you know, he's like, you know, whatever age he is, but 
kind of young to have. 40s. Yeah, but in his 40s. And uh, the the book starts with a quote from Jerry Lee Lewis, I'm dragging the audience to hell with me. Because he was always told how he, the way he played the music, um, like, was sinful. Yeah. In a way. Oh, sure. That's, you know. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah Everyone yeah. was going to hell. So, and he was. <laughs> I mean, everyone was But he down. was hedonistic. Yeah. He, he, he was so much more wild than. He was like, it's like Keith Richards outliving all of the Rolling Stones. I mean, the fact that Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, even has lived to 87 is kind of incredible because he battled drugs and addiction and women. He's been married six times. I mean, one time, I mean, he auditioned for Sun Records. And because after Elvis went to Sun, every rockabilly guy and or gal, they all went to Sun Records to see if they could get cut a record. But he was such a drinker maybe um grant if you can get a whole lot of shaking going on or did we just play that one what's the other one no we played great balls of fire okay play get a whole lot of shaking going on so he was like such he was found one time in at graceland with a loaded gun he'd like crashed his car and he was just you know looking around you know because he knew elvis and he shot one of the guys in his band in in the chest, and he got like a. Okay, that's just really ridiculous. But I mean, this that's is just really ridiculous. But this is like how you know this is what was going on in uh, apparently in nineteen fifties. People were shooting people in the no. This is what was going on with Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes, yes, yeah. But uh, he just was like he just took over, and they started calling him killer. Because of how he played, how hard he played. And he was always in the headlines in the 70s and 80s for, for bad things. Yeah, like the uh, he wrecked his Rolls Royce right outside of Graceland and then jumped the fence with his loaded gun. Yeah, he was... Was he trying to go after Elvis? No, he was just intoxicated. <laughs> just a... Yeah, I mean, he bounced in as one does. Yeah, Yeah. but he still, after he got, you know, kicked out, you know, of the music business and stuff in the 80s, early 80s, he he did a cover of Somewhere Over the Rainbow and some other songs, and he got a little bit of a resurgence. A little little traction. A little bit, a little bit, and then, you know, he just was like, you know, well, he's a living legend, but... uh, He's had a lot of tragedy in his life. Like one of his wives drowned. He had a two-month marriage that ended with an overdose. He had two kids die. His sixth spouse wow. divorced him. He married the nurse who he was married to till the end in 2012. So that's, he was a, just that's a wise choice. A two wild man. Two huh? of two of his wives died. Yes. One of an overdose and one drowning. Yes. Ooh. And he had children die. I mean, really hard living. He lied, yeah. you know, and so it's amazing. He lived to AB 87 because he did everything in excess, you know, oh, rock and roll, dear. redneck rock and roll. If you don't know how to work your triangle, just turn up this song real loud and just stand, let your shoulders fall, and then your butt just start to... <laughs> Let it know. Just, we're so over. We're yeah, we got to go. Quick break and we'll be right back. You know something I'm not worried about now that the news came out that uh, Tom Brady and, and Giselle, they're just, they're already done. Everything is worked out. The divorce is finalized. And um, uh, so these two are single. Okay, that's the, ex- that's the exciting news. But the other thing, when I read that they didn't, 
you know, they didn't co-author a statement. No, they yeah. didn't. So it's These not... two hate each other. Yeah, they can't stand when, oh, yeah. when Tom picked his mistress football over his wife. But you forget, like, they were a power couple. Well, here's something that they just... They were a power couple, you guys. Like, gorgeous together, seemingly had it all. He's the huge sports... You know, and, and then he picks the mistress for football. Mm-hmm. You Lady know, football. It's all done. I agree. And someone brought something up to me that makes a little bit of sense that... He, this might have been done a, a lot longer or a lot earlier than we had thought. I think so. Because he retired and then maybe retired because he was going to try to save a marriage. Then he realized this marriage had no savings. So he's like, screw it. I'm going to go back to my locker room. So I think and, this might have been determined before he unretired. And why that has a yeah. little merit, Grant, Yeah, is Giselle Bunchen quietly bought a home in Miami in February, two months before Tom Brady retired. Yeah. So. See? I think there might be a little this, but either it way, wasn't he's just, chosen football time yes, and again yes, over yes, his yes, family, yes, yes, yes. Yes. and that's what's led he's to this. Forty years old, we've never 100%. had a forty-year-old, and now he gets to have the record of the most sacks. And you know, I mean, he could have baby could have gone out on top. You know, seven hundred thirty-three million dollar divorce. Yeah, so they're both single. Thirteen years of marriage, two kids. Oh, okay. They're twenty-six. Oh. Hear me out. Hear million me out. Million-dollar property. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans and Giselle. Oh, gosh. Power couple. I mean, no, just like as somebody like to like, you know, he doesn't have any kids. She could just like see him like it could just be special hotel time when Tom is with the children in her statement. Special hotel time. time. Her, her, her statement. My priority has always been and will continue to be our, our children. children. Yep. So, um, yes. People who were wondering if that seemed shady, that pointed just like all of all the little leaks and everything to get us all. She used. was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant, I really think that this has been done for a while. Me too. I, and he knew about it. And even when she did that interview maybe three years ago with Diane Sawyer, or it might have been a CBS, but she did an interview okay. and she talked about how... She can't make decisions about someone else's passion in their life. And we knew she was talking about Tom or her husband or whatever. But it's still, you could also see that she was like also trying to say at the same time, we wish she would see us and have more time for us. And that felt like that was a common theme. Like, yeah, we have this and that's steady a very, home, but apparently the person who's part of it doesn't want to be with and us. People break up all the time over this. Sometimes it's called the mistress's football. Sometimes the mistress's work. Sometimes no. the mistress's you something work, else entirely. Jack, workaho- Jack workaholic, and you're sick of it because you just are like, yes. And they're great. never. They break every you know promise that is made, you know, and stuff like that. And people people have a burnout level on that. And then, you know, they've she's grown seen, apart. And she's also seen the effect of all of these concussions and sacks. Well, he's already slowing down despite the carrot and kale and no nightshade. Uh, you know, she tried to work all of her magic on him and keep him healthy with turmeric and massages and this. He and just that. looks bad in the game last night, Grant. He looks he looks I mean, like a man who has got his he, heart broken. Yeah, he well, I think he's just stressed out because he is actually playing 
okay. Not that bad. His team his is team in. His team is terrible. His team is in shambles, and I think that. And he's, so is his personal life. I mean, we never get the corner of sports in Hollywood. Yeah. Kind of a thing like this. I think honestly, I mean, I, I don't. Mean, I think he's the only thing that's keeping him going right now is mm-hmm. the ability to have football to distract him yeah. a little bit. But that's not a good distraction currently because right. his team is so bad. Well, so bad. you know what? It'll you know he uh, his his toughest audience will be his kids, and that's all that should really matter to him is just figure out how to get that on footing because they're kind of all at de- what I would consider delicate ages. Mm-hmm. feel very relatable to that because my parents got divorced when there was like a 9-year-old, oh. a 12-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was glad I was younger. Yeah. I mean, you know, you never know yeah. which way for it to yeah. go, but either way, so like that's who he's got, and and you know, it sounds like um, they're used to not having their dad around. So, uh, right? You know, I mean, yeah. So that'll just be for them to you know figure out, and Tom is going to have to figure out. You know, maybe should I stop playing football and just be a, a commentator or whatever his new job is going to? Well, be? it's going to be really hard to figure out because he's going to pay two hundred seventy million dollars to do that. Well, that's what I mean. More than that, I think. I yeah. think it's three hundred something. I mean, I think he should learn. Pra- I think he should start talking now and see if he's any good at it. You know, because he's just been throwing his People arm. People like him. Right, but I'm just saying he's just been throwing his no, arm. No, but Grant, don't you think he'd do good commentary? Oh, he will be. He'll be great, Lori. He'll be like a Tony Romo where he's, yeah. he'll be so analytical that sports Lord, fans like myself. Like him. He's, does, well, I, he's already done the special in the show, so people, he's already talked. He knows how yeah. to do this. May I just be a devil's advocate for one yeah. tiny second yeah. and just say this? It has always struck me as a parent that Tom Brady is kind of dull. Oh, yeah. And so I wonder if he will be good at commentating because Tony Roma isn't dull. Yeah, you're right. Tony Roma has a personality. He has a personality. There and is Tom that. reminds Troy, well, me. Aikman kind of is a dull doofus kind of. Yeah, right. and so I just wonder, but maybe the divorce and being single Tom Brady will give him some cojones and hmm. some personality that he heretofore has not had. But I don't know him because I don't he's, care to watch his People like move. him. Yeah, yeah, he's had, if you watch some of his people post like games, him. he is he's sarcastic, okay. he is fun, he's a little bit more chipper than he is okay. right now. So I, if, 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 if he's moved on from this and he's moved on from football in the right element, I think it will work because like Julia yeah. said, this man has a cult following. He has a cult following. Yeah. And he looks like he needs Bradley to eat a sandwich. and Giselle? He's you know, too he's, short. He's too short for her. Is he? Okay. How about Pete Davidson? Just for a le weekend frolic, just to get your, you know, your your vag legs back on track. Oh, God, you're so funny. <laughs> and you know, they're next to your... What would be next your to your vag, vag legs? legs? Your vag legs. Like, they're not your sea legs. <laughs> they're just to get the cobwebs out. Yeah. I Davidson think she's going to do fine. He's she tall. I don't think she wants player. anybody that has. A polo she's going to find someone that's easy and is a good listener and is available. Yeah, a polo player who travels to Miami just once a month. There you go. Well, there you go. I like that dream. It happened. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.